back to another episode of Another Day, Another Slice. Heyo! Thank you guys all for tuning in. We can't thank you enough. And today, of course, we're drinking <laughs> Kelly Red, per usual. Per usual. <laughs> and today we got a little bit of a different scenery. We're taking another day, another slice, to another view by recording Beachfront. <laughs> Also, we have a special guest in the building. We have Joey, a.k.a. Dojo. Ayo. Ayo. Thank you guys <laughs> for having me. Good to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's episode will be a bit more raw compared to others. We're hitting a we're hitting a little personal note here with some birth control and some Picos things that's happening with us. Yeah, and we know majority of our audience is women and around our age, so we don't think we're hitting on what some may call basic info on these topics. It's definitely our point of view and what we've been learning. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we get personal today, it's kind of like we want you guys to keep in mind that everything that we're sharing, we're also learning ourselves at the same time. So as we dive into birth control and PCOS, we're going to try and keep our episode structured <laughs> under our experiences and our feelings. So, you know, this isn't to tell you like what to do or anything, but as we share our experiences, we're going to hit on, you know, are there any, is there anything that we regret? Like, how does this affect our relationship and where does this lead us for the future? Yeah. And before we get started, friendly reminder, we are not doctors. We <laughs> highly recommend you speak with your doctors. This is just, again, conversations we've had with our own healthcare professionals. And we just hope today's episode sparks questions you may have and any conversations you might want to start, or maybe you want to do your own health yeah. journey with your doctor on your own or not. <laughs> whatever or you, you just want to hear about our cheese of our life. But hey, yeah, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's get started. Oh, but actually, before we do, you know, there's a lot of conversation with women where, you know, you're not supposed to ask them if they want kids or if they're trying to have kids out of respect. Right. So I think, you know, that's something you and I should kind of challenge each other with today yeah. um, just to be respectful for each other. But like, you know, if whoever wants to share whatever you share whatever but mm -hmm. it's also for like all you listeners out there you know just i think it's something important to keep in mind when you're talking to your friends family coworkers, whoever it is definitely i think there's such a when you're growing up it doesn't seem like such a serious thing like what's the big deal i'm just asking when when are they gonna have kids or you know you don't want like when getting personal right it just yeah. seems because i feel like what certain families are different but i feel yeah. like Certain families are very like, well, what what's what's taking so long, you know? So I yeah. feel like the older you get, especially as a woman, like you really understand why certain women get so um, bothered or yeah. upset about that question. And it's not even like a negative thing, no. though. And I, it's just all about respect and mm -hmm. trying to put your like their perspective into into mine just to be mindful, I guess. Agreed. So that'll definitely be our challenge. So, you know, Joey, don't ask us. Oh, believe me, I won't. I just gave me the stank eye. And, uh, I will avoid that question. Be mindful. On and off the uh, mics. Yes, queen. That's all we can ask. All right. So we do have a few questions that we kind of want to get into. 
Um, so Max, do you want to go ahead and go first? Yeah. Sure. Let's go ahead and say. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, I guess, Max, what's kind of like your timeline? Like what? Yeah, like what I want for the future yeah. and stuff. You know, it's kind of interesting because me and Joey actually just talked about this last weekend um, where we both we're on the same page of like, yeah, eventually we'd want a family and everything. But, you know, for those who have been listening to the episodes, you know that me and Joey don't live together. Mm -hmm. And so for me, there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish personally and professionally. So maybe within like three, five years, but I don't know, Joey, did you have something in mind? (laughs) No, I mean, I'm pretty much on the same page. Um, you know, like she mentioned before, we had talked about it last weekend. It just kind of came up and it just, it was a conversation starter. But um, I feel like three, five years is, is kind of good. Again, nobody, don't be putting this down on paper, you know. <laughs> don't time them. Exactly. Yeah. Don't um, set no. an alarm. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also think too, like for something that's so like precious as like making a life, Mm-hmm. Um, between two people making you know another human being that's super special and for people like sometimes I feel they take that away from like couples and it's like well hurry up and it's like mm-hmm. well, what's the rush you mm-hmm. know it's like we're gonna have trials and tribulations um, you know because it's something new you know you can't have experience with a kid until you actually have a kid yeah, yeah. and it, like you said it's all in your own timeline. Like, it's what works for you guys, you know? And, oh, you're so sweet. Like a dojo with the emotions already. <laughs> so cute. That's good. So, Megs, let's just have a little background with you really quick. Yeah. Were you ever um, on birth control in the past? Like, if so, what were you on? Like, what were your thoughts on that as far as protection and taking care yeah. of, of that prevention, pretty much? So it's actually been an interesting journey with me just because obviously growing up and in high school, right, we all go through sex ed and you're taught about these different contraceptions, right? Barely. Exactly. Barely. And to be honest, for a long time, like I wasn't really, if anything, it was just condoms, right? Mm -hmm. As a contraception. I never was really on the pill. Um, There was this one time, though, where I decided to take the shot. And that was quite an experience. And it really, I, if there's anything I regret, it's not doing like my own research in research as far as what questions should I be asking? Because like you said, we're not taught these things. And how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Um, I think with the shot, I was probably like, 2021 maybe 22 but so basically this is what happened i took the shot right and literally bled for 30 days what the world yeah and i called the nurses and i was just kind of like hey you know this is what's happening and they're like oh this is normal blah 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 and okay i hear that i ended up researching and like a lot of people went through that but at the same time they told me they couldn't guarantee when it would stop and i'm like that's kind of so until i bleed to death or yeah. what what it, it reminds me how of much like, blood is too much yeah and it reminds me of those like pharmaceutical um commercials where it's like take quimexa blah 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 and then it's like warnings side effects blah, blah, you, you or might death. die 
<laughs> like, oh, good so, to know. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah. That one. Let's do that happy one. Com- happy commercial with like a side effect of death. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, they're, all, they're all running in a field of flowers. <laughs> like, no big deal. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You with just might die. underneath. <laughs> Like, um, no, thank you. So, I mean, I had a lot of regrets with not asking so many questions. And the thing is, and live your life how you want to live it. Live it safely, right? Mm-hmm. But me and Joey have a long history where there was a point where um, we just knew, like, it's me and him, blah, 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 right? In condoms all the time. And I just stopped being on birth control um, I would hear stories about like how it affects people's, um, affect their relationship or sometimes the woman, it would just affect their hormones and there was never really, um, a happy medium anywhere. No. So I was like, what the hell is the point? Obviously I get that it's so important for women to have the option for contraception, right? And I totally, for me personally, I totally support it. I think it helps women plan their futures and Mm -hmm. like timelines of things like how we were talking. But I just wish people talked about it more. And I mean, unfortunately, I still don't know so much about it. And that's why I've never really been on it so much. Isn't it crazy to think even just the side effects you didn't know come with them? Like, again... Like you said, like the commercials and everything. It doesn't happen to everyone, right? Like, <laughs> right. There's certain side effects that people don't get. Some get worse than others. So it's kind of like you're not prepared for those side effects because yeah. it affects everyone differently. Just because you get severe cramping or whatever mm-hmm. it is, I can be fine and not even feel anything. Like, yeah. It's just so much misinformation. And it starts, I feel, in, I mean, at home, first of all, right? But I think it starts mostly at school because... Yeah. What's the point of sex ed if we're not covering everything we should be covering? Yeah. We should leave out of there more informed to make these decisions. Like, that's the whole point. Like, the whole point of sex ed is that, to make you feel informed, to make the right decisions for you. And it's so interesting. Like, did you get the vibe in sex ed that, yes, they legally had to talk about contraceptions, but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, it was abstinence? Yeah. And, bro, how are you going to show me a baby being delivered, Mm -hmm. but you can't show me an IUD? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, how is that inappropriate? Like, you're gonna show me a vagina, (laughs) but you can't show me the different contraceptions out there. That's cool. Also, like, as a society, it's like they made it taboo to talk about like, Mm -hmm. like not just contraceptives, like as a whole, but like especially for females, women's bodies. Like, yeah, yeah, and that's like extremely sexist. And I never understood like when, like, I don't know about uh, about you girls, but I've never seen a commercial for women condoms. Mm-mm. And they exist. And when I yeah, find, yeah when I f- like finally saw one, I was like, dang, that like it looks like a jellyfish. Like mm-hmm. it looks funny, it looks weird. But it's like, why is this something that you know helps out with sex ed and something you know? And it's like they're trying to hide it, and oh, yeah. it's like, why why are you trying to hide this if it helps out? You know, so it's like this form of taboo that society has. As I say, it's very taboo. And I think even looking back, like, I'm sure if you ask your mom and like your grandma and stuff, like, I know, like, it was better. We don't speak. They didn't speak of those things. Like, you don't right. speak about that. That's your private business. Yeah. Like, literally code names, like not saying like my Nana used to call like the 
the vagina. She used to call it the flower. So I grew up oh, calling really? it my flower. So my mom would be like, what, what the a flower? What or, are you talking about? Or even growing up, like, oh, after dating Danny, like, I, I told him, like, oh, yeah, I used to call it my flower. And he would laugh, like, what? Like, your flower? But it's because it was such a hush-hush thing. Like, yeah. I mean, look at even just when, for periods, there are so many other things besides tampons Mm -hmm. and pads yeah there's a diva cup it's a whole cup that just holds it in there's period panties like there's so many things that like yeah things these girls should be learning like it's so unfortunate speaking of the cup i honestly did not learn about that until i was probably 23 oh yeah i was way adult at that point like what the heck i had no idea that existed and so many women yeah or at least from what i've seen like on social media whatever a lot of a lot of women prefer that. Yeah, because I mean, I, it made me do my research a little more because <laughs> I was like, "What the heck is that?" First of all, how does that even go in? You know, a whole thing, right? But it's, I guess, reusable. As yeah. So I mean, okay. I mean, I wouldn't personally. <laughs> again, my choice, my body, yeah. my choice. I would not. <laughs> but I, I can see that being a big reason because yeah. having a bite. I'm not even going to get into the whole tax. Period pads. tax. Yeah, period tax Pink thing. Tax. Yes. Again, unfortunate. Yes. But I can see that being a reason as well because then yeah. they don't, they're not purchasing as much as they would pads That's true. and tampons. That's very true. Um, Interesting. Okay. <laughs> my gosh. I can't believe. I can't believe I didn't know about that until like we were older. Yeah. Last week. Last week. I know. I was oh. today years old. <laughs> well, on the contrary to uh you maggie i was actually on birth control for a very long time yeah that's right i've been on birth control since i was 16 i think it was okay and i didn't get off of it until recently so i was on it for a little over about 10 years let's just estimate that um i've tried different routes just because i've been on it so damn long (laughs) (laughs) started on the pill and um i'm not the most timely structured person Mm. we know this yeah so that wasn't gonna work (laughs) (laughs) nope nope i tried the patch which worked great um lots of hormones for sure but the patch was cool because you only change it out uh once a week and that just goes like on your arm or it goes like on your breast your um, butt cheek or like your lower abdomen or something like that and then i also tried the nuvering that was interesting oh really yeah because first of all it's like this silicone looking flexible like ring. ring yeah and you it's like it fits that on your wrist pretty much i feel oh, like is it like the size of a hair tie yeah pretty okay. much and then you put it in there and then you leave it in i think for a week as well and you change those out too oh do you change it throughout the week though or just you leave it in for the week i leave it in for the week oh that's kind of nice it is like, nice not to worry about it i guess for sure but Okay, well, TMI, they're on a podcast. Like, it's just, when it comes to, like, your sexual life, it Mm -hmm. is very um, interesting. Because, I mean, I couldn't feel it as much like that. But, I mean, I'm sure my partner could, so. Okay. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, I think, for the guy, depending on how. I can see that. Yeah, I'm sure that's a preference, too, though, for sure. So, it just didn't work out. And then, embarrassing enough, I caught my dog with it. Oh, my Yeah. (laughs) And at that point, I was like, I'm done. (laughs) You I'm just, done. Your dog just runs by you like, with it I in had, its mouth. Well, because I was like, I had one more left. I don't understand. Like, where is it? I found that shit under my couch because my dog hid it there. Nice. Shout out to Mila. for the win. Yeah. She was hiding that shit. She was scheming. 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 Yeah. So that's my 
That's birth really, control history. So do you, did you have a favorite? Like, was there one that you felt was super effective or was there one that made your body feel okay? Well, or? the whole super effective thing we can touch on later because I, yeah. I don't think it mattered which one I was on anymore. Yeah. But preference-wise, I liked the patch just because I felt like that fit my schedule more. Like, okay. I didn't have to think about it, worry about it. Again, I'm horrible with schedules. So the fact that I only had to change it once a week and not worry about it, that was pretty ideal for me. Mm. Okay. Nothing went inside me. Nothing went. I didn't have to swallow anything. It was just a quick like slap on the booty cheek and I was done. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like a convenient one. Mm-hmm. But at least it's, um, you know, it was healthy and stuff. No like scary stories. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so let me ask you this. Do you have any regrets with being on birth control? I know you have regrets with not knowing as much information, but even though you were on it for such a short time, like, do you have any regrets on that? I don't think I have regrets being on birth control. Um, I mean, going back to like the questions that I wish I asked, sometimes it makes me wonder if being on birth control had a part in something that I now have, which is PCOS. So, (laughs) great. Round of applause. (laughs) Round of applause for that. <laughs> um, so, yes, I have Picos, and I don't know. I think that's just kind of like one of my only things that I wish I knew more about. But again, like people don't talk about about it enough. But surprisingly, one in four women have it. And what do you say? What do you know? Mm-hmm. Your girl got it, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so. for those who don't know what PCOS is, it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it affects one in four. And after doing some research, <laughs> being on birth control can also be a reason yeah. why. It's not the only reason. There's lots of reasons why you can get PCOS. It can be um, just something that you were going to have, like just something in yeah. your body. It could be from being on birth control too long. Um, and sometimes that. That shit just shit happens. Yeah, sometimes it just happens. And, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we're learning as we go with this. This is fresh news for myself, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh news for Joey. <laughs> Joey. I had no idea that was a thing. Like, I had never heard that term until Maggie brought it up. So, oh, what wow. were you? That's interesting. But what were your initial thoughts when she told you? Like, what were, what was on your mind with that? Honestly, the only thing that, like, really, um, I guess, like, mattered to me was, like, is this, like, life-threatening to her? Because if it is, now I want to do my research and I want to do everything in my power um, just so that I can do all that I can so that I can take care of her and make sure, like, whatever, like, I do doesn't affect her in the wrong way. Um, because like I said, if it's new for her, like it's new for me too. Like, like I said, I had never heard that term before. So I'm like, you hear a new medical term and like right away, like the sirens go off. Exactly. So I was like, dang, like, what do we have to do? What do I have to do Mm -hmm. so that I can adapt? So that way we can continue our life together as best as we can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I think like as far as affecting our relationship, it hasn't like in a negative way or anything. And 
you know, Joey's obviously been super supportive about the situation, but it's kind of interesting because, like, how you, you know, we're talking about, like, timelines of, like, what I want in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, Joey and I still want to have kids, but we've also discussed, like, you know, if for some reason for me it doesn't work out to have that, um, that we're totally open for adoption. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that was kind of a hard a hard pill to swallow. Um, and to anybody listening, if you have PCOS, it doesn't mean that it's impossible to no, have kids. It's actually uh, very possible. It's mm-hmm. just more difficult um, depending on the type of PCOS yeah. you have, depending on what you're doing to help that. There are yeah. different ways to aid in, yeah. in that. It's not 100% infertility. Correct. And if anybody's kind of like curious, like, okay, well, how did I even think that I had PCOS or whatever? For me, like my whole period cycle has always been irregular where I would skip months. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it's always been like that since I was like 16. So for me, that was a normal thing for me. So like what questions were I going to, was I going to ask? Like sex, I didn't tell me like, oh, this is a serious issue. I thought I was just lucky. Like, I wasn't cramping. I wasn't, you know? I think they just did the basis of either you're regular or you're not. Yeah. You're regular, right? Yeah. I mean, for me, I mean, I... <laughs> girl, I didn't get my period since July. And I was like, what's <laughs> going on? right. <laughs> yeah. And then also, I have one of the side effects of PCOS that causes, um, like, a sort of acne rash on my face. Mm. So that was a little alarming, I think, for the longest. I mean, I tried every acne medication in the book and it wasn't fading and at one point they told me it was rosacea because fun fact a lot of physicians will actually misdiagnose women with PCOS for something else are you serious yeah that's great wow yeah I did read that majority of the time even um, Kiki Palmer so she was just diagnosed with PCOS same thing she was misdiagnosed for so many years of different things and she actually has an acne um thing that I have mm-hmm. and then finally at some point after research and doing her own uh, homework she figured out that it might have been that so when she brought it up to wow. her physician her physician was like oh yeah actually you fit the bill for this perfectly oh my god oh it's so interesting because you know when I was talking to my doctor about it she even told me she was like technically there's and who knows maybe you know somebody else who's going through this like let us know what your doctor told you girl we need the knowledge (laughs) yeah like we're all learning right now we feel a little blind (laughs) um my doctor told me like technically there's no test that's like you take it and boom 100 percent you have picos it's more like you have these symptoms that end up adding up to that so for me like you know i ended up taking ultrasound right and found that there are actually cysts on my ovaries i like how they soften the blow too because my doctor was like or the tech right was like oh do you see all those little those little chocolate chips doesn't it just look like chocolate chip cookies because those who you don't know of course it's polycystic ovarian syndrome so a way to diagnose it is seeing multiple little cysts on your ovaries I don't want to be told I got cookies down there. I want to, I, like, that does not soften my blow. Like, no, it definitely does <laughs> that not. That freaks me out more. And then she was like, rolls it up. Okay, you can take this to your doctor upstairs. Good luck. Like, what? After telling me I got chocolate chip cookies down there? Like, that's, that's how you're going to leave me? Cool. Just like that? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but it's been a different, like, definitely an interesting ride so far. 
Um, I mean, it's weird because I've always had like this weird feeling and it's not to be negative Nancy and I don't mean to be like that. It's just, you know, this is something I've even talked to you and Chanda yeah, about, I'll right? Say, we've talked about this before and both you and I yeah. said we had just this feeling yeah. that when the time came that we did want kids, it was going to be difficult. Like we yeah. just felt like there was something off with us. Yeah. Who knew it was going to be the same damn diagnosis? Not us. Girl, look not at us. us. Who would have thought? Not and us. It, and it's like, look, we're not trying to make light of this situation. But we have to at some yeah. point because it's so tiring. Yeah. And I'm like, so... what are the odds? Like, yeah, one in four, but you got half right here. <laughs> what up? We're one of every four of the groups we're in. Where are the other six women at? <laughs> Oh, no. Just know if we're in your group, we're the one in four. Yep. So no, honestly, between all the testing, all the research, all the like appointments, like it's so exhausting. Like no one um, wants to hear that they're not that they have something wrong with them, right? Especially no. when it's very foreign like that. And to keep having to go and find out more and more news, like it's the most mentally draining and exhausting thing on the planet. Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. Don't get me wrong. True. true. But that's not shit you planned for. So, yeah, yeah, that shit. I've never felt so emotionally drained in my life. Yeah. And I think if there's one thing that I've learned, um, I don't like I don't even know how to explain it. But obviously, you know, when you talk to your doctor, if you feel like you're experiencing anything and like you happen to have picos, you know, there are ways to like manage it and they give you like helpful tips like um how to help with weight loss because that's one of the things with picos like Mm -hmm. it's hard to it's hard to lose weight yeah it's It's hard to lose weight and it's easy it's oh excuse my verbiage here it's hard (laughs) to lose weight and it's easy to gain it Mm -hmm. it's very easy to gain it very hard to lose and i think we kind of realize that too because not that i'm trying to put the blame on nothing but i just feel (laughs) like (laughs) there's been lots of times that i've tried working out and i just did not lose it as quickly as others doing the same thing as others like but it makes sense now yeah again of course i'm sure i could have laid off a snack or two but (laughs) same girl (laughs) i mean you and i would do workouts together all the time (laughs) and like it was hard for both of us you know like and we would put in the effort girl i mean we couldn't walk the next day sometimes (laughs) (laughs) and like like you said i'm not trying to put the blame on it but it's it's made me realize that like that shit's hard and like mm-hmm. you know you have to be careful how you to talk to people and like try and be mindful of like what's going on and stuff yeah and going back to our question of like or, or just the statement of being mindful when you ask women about kids mm-hmm. or like why aren't they having kids yet or whatever it is like i've never related yeah. to hating that question so much not even hating that's a strong word but feeling emotional about it like you telling someone who does want to be a mom in the future so bad that oh well why don't you just like what's like what's what's the hold up basically like you don't know what that person's going through you don't know if what if they don't want kids yeah you like you don't aside from the diagnoses or uh, the reasons what if they just don't want kids like Mm -hmm. they don't want to be asked that or what if you're kind of like like us or other diagnoses where you can't have kids at all and it's like those are hard things to swallow already and then to have to keep getting that reminder it's so hard yeah mad's like in the water but it's so hard because it's like you feel like the (laughs) it feels like the one thing you're supposed to be able to do as a woman and it's not as easy is so frustrating so to hear that like i've never related to more to um not want to be asked that yeah 
Um, and it's it's so interesting, like from a different perspective where it's like, you know, there for me personally, with knowing all of this, it's like I've learned to also be mindful that I'm in a different stage from a lot of women, mm-hmm. right? Like there are women who may not be open like about what their plans are. But like for me, I don't I'm also very careful when I share information about mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my plan. Yeah. Because you know, I try to say it in a way where it's just kind of open-ended because mm-hmm. I don't want anybody feeling, I don't know, some type of way. It's just, it's, it's a weird place it's that we're so all weird. in and we're trying to figure out like how to process it, mm-hmm. how to deal with it and like how to move forward with things. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, women get the short end of the stick with everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, first of all, everyone should know that. That's not even, like, an opinion. That's not even an argument. No. Don't at me. Yeah, like, you will catch these hands, that's for sure. Like, if you try and, like, argue this right now. Like, at the end of the day, it's just women get the short end of the stick for a lot of shit. And then when you find out, like, personal struggles when it comes to, like, a woman's body, like, that's just another add-on. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. That's, it's so... It makes you feel um, un- not woman enough in the most mm-hmm. weirdest way because that shouldn't define you right. at all. At right. all. But for some reason, there's, like, a part of you that's like, damn, like, yeah. what? Like, you see all these other people that nothing's wrong with them, like... And again, not to say like they're, I'm not saying they're like having kids right away. Like that's not what I'm relating it to, but like they don't see, again, I don't know them either. So they <laughs> might, but it looks like for other people, there's nothing yeah. going on for them. And you're like, I can't relate. Like, yeah, you know, like it's, it's just so wild. Think, I think too, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but for me and Desiree who have like that Mexican background, mm-hmm. maybe not for like all Mexicans, but like, I think for like Latinx people it just seems like there's that pressure oh, to yeah. like yeah. oh you're approaching your 30s and you oh, don't have a yeah. kid i'm so old for my and cousins my one of my cousins who has like i think she has like four kids and yeah I, i'm old what yeah, the? So it's like you know and like i mean i don't i don't get it that much from my family again i know i'm a guy so they're not gonna ask me mm-hmm. um but even like just having you know Maggie as my girlfriend for so long and having her or bringing her around my family like I feel lucky like that they don't like they haven't asked me or pressured me because even as a guy like they'll still pressure like oh like when are you and your girlfriend gonna like get married and oh yeah and have kids and like I've I've noticed like that's a trend with yeah you know the Latinx uh, community for and, sure like, it's a lot of pressure and and I don't think that they mean wrong right i think they mean right. well yeah 100 percent. because i don't it's it's a weird eggshelly thing because yeah i understand when like family asks i don't ever think it comes from a uh i don't even know what the word i'm looking for but from a bad place right i don't think that at all i think that it's just sometimes a lot for us mm-hmm. you and i so it's kind of like i i don't know but no, I get like, you. It just depends. Who, I feel like it depends who asks. And that might sound yeah. wrong, but... No, I think that's very valid, actually. Because here's the thing. If, like, a close family member asks me, I'm going to understand that it's coming from a good place in their heart, right? Yeah. But to be honest, I think in this... I'm, I don't want to speak for you, but, like, for me personally, if, like, a distant family member was to ask me something... Someone who's 
uninvolved in my life. Yeah, like, I'd be like, why do you care? I mean, I don't know. Like you said, I don't yeah. think anyone don't get means me wrong. It. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. It feels like a, uh, to a blow when the family asks right. you because you're like, ooh, meanie, I don't know either, girl. Like, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Throw some dice and just take a guess. But <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. A little razzle-dazzle. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I think when it's people who aren't as close to you, it, that's when it starts getting a little bit um, awkward. Yeah, I think there's a lot of... You know, we were talking about, like, big families, right? I think there's a lot of things that families and um, older generations are learning right now, too. I think they're learning and unlearning with a lot of things. Like, just real quick, um, I know there was a conversation that I actually was having with Joey's mom not too long ago. I mean, it actually, I think it was a long time ago, but it feels like yesterday. Um, COVID. (laughs) COVID. (laughs) She didn't ask me about any kids, And we were just talking about future and like moving out, whatever. And she was just being really helpful as far as like advice. And she said, you know, whatever is best for you guys. And if, you know, it's God's plan that I become a grandmother, blah, blah, blah. And I just was like so blown away. I was I was so nervous. She was going to ask me like something so specific, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as like timing or whatever. But she was so mindful of, like, hey, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I got a little tear. And it was just, like, my heart. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that need to learn and unlearn. And we're all doing it at the same time. Definitely. For sure. How do you think, I mean, we're all into this whole, like, your body, your decision. You know, we're strong believers in that. For both men and women. Yeah. Right? But how do you think that... What positives of this? I know you said it controls your lifestyle and your future and everything. But what other kind of positive outlooks? Like, are you happy now that you're more informed? Like, does that cause you to learn more and kind of just look more deeper into things? And I don't know. Like, Yeah, no. And you know what? That's I'm glad we're kind of, like, landing on more positive notes um, towards the end of this episode. Just because... I mean, I totally get if it sounded so heavy for a minute, but I think there are. <laughs> we don't a lot. talk about this a lot, clearly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shoot, we're still processing everything ourselves. Um, but I think there's a lot of positives to just being more informed, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, at first it sounded really scary, yeah, because I'm like, shit, like, can I not have kids? Can I have kids? Like, it's a really scary place to be in. But then as you get into more information and more people are talking about it and you find out that one in four women have this, like, it kind of, like, Lessons a blow. Yeah. And it's not to be like, oh, okay, no big deal. Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not to take any of that away. It's just, I think, you know, by having more information, it helps people like me, like, great. Now I know I have PCOS and, you know, I did have, I do have an irregular period cycle Mm -hmm. and a lot of fixes to that is birth control. But like, now I know the questions to ask and it's like, okay, maybe that's not what I should be doing. Right. I think there's a lot of positives for so many people in so many different ways. Um, no matter what it is, it's just the information is a little hard to get sometimes, but it's out there. But I think the more we talk about it, the more we can, like, yeah. get that. And I think in the most, I mean, not that Maggie and I want to have anything in common that's not the <laughs> best of things, but I think having 
I mean, having you going through it with me at the same time, it, it yeah. helps because I feel like you're like we're the only people right now that we know of in our group that understands each other and like yeah. what they're going through and what, what that feels like, right? Exactly. We're figuring out together. So I think it's cool to, to actually relate to someone and not feel alone. Yeah. Because in the beginning, fun fact, I found out first. So mm-hmm. I felt really alone. Like, fuck, like what? Like, and don't get me wrong. It's still the fear of the unknown, right? Because even though it's not impossible to have yeah. kids in the future that doesn't mean it's there's just a lot of things but yeah. i just felt like once i found out you had it like i was sad for you but then part of me was also like <laughs> 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 just because i was like cool because not cool but like it's good because i felt like you bring me down because we were leveling each other and just figuring yeah. it out together pretty much i mean if you remember, like, I FaceTimed you and, like, I was, like, <laughs> laughing and and it wasn't too big Nervous laugh. Yeah, it was just, like, surprise. Because, you know, you getting, you know, tested, whatever, you finding out first, I was like, oh, maybe I should uh, find out. But, um, yeah, so I found out and had to FaceTime you. I had to. I was just like, girl, you're not in this by yourself. We're going to go through this together, support each other. Do everything we can. And we're going to figure it out. we going to figure it out. Bros for life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, thanks, Joey, for joining us. Thank and sidebarring. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, guys. For, uh, thank you, girls, uh, for having me. It was, uh, it was pretty cool to be a part. And uh, especially this conversation. It's, yeah. uh, it's pretty heavy, but, you know, there's still a lot of information that me and maggie don't know about so yeah you know as long as more people talk about it i think that's that's great for others who are mm-hmm. going through it and like just to let them know like they're not alone yeah yeah thanks thanks dojo needed Felt that, that. <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> okay well based on all this info we just want you guys at the end of the day to do what's best for you as far as anything you heard today, whatever speaks out to you whether it's birth control speaking to your professional on things mm-hmm. you've been concerned about contraceptions of different kinds anything anything really that we talked about Uh, (laughs) you know don't let others dictate or choose for you you always just do what's best for you it's your body your choice and don't don't forget don't feel embarrassed to ask questions or anything that you're unsure of it's your body it's your reproductive health and well-being you i mean your body depends on you so figure that shit out and do you boo that's how i feel if you're gonna flag anything it's gotta be you no one no one can read your mind and no one knows your body like you know your body exactly all right guys so or all right folks (laughs) if you love the show share it with your friends and subscribe on apple Podcasts and follow us on spotify so you never miss an episode thanks for listening till next time Cheers. cheers